Oh my gosh, so I don't know if it started over. Um, let's see if we could add that video. So just in case uh, that video didn't work out, this is the Battle Royale. I am Switching Bubbles, your host. And we're gonna go over the rest of the competition. Well, it looks like I have no neck. The rest of the competition stuff from the last, what I learned from the last few competitions the one that I missed and then the one that I was in. But it looks like I have like huge traps in this like shirt. Where's the position of my chair? <laughs> I don't know. But it literally looks like I have no neck. Hold on. Let's see. Ah! <laughs> Adjusting my chair, it's not working. Okay. Well, anyway, I lifted weights today, can you tell? <laughs> um so this last competition <laughs> was a lot of stuff. And I think in the previous uh, podcast, we went over um, nervousness, um, who gets nervous, who doesn't get nervous, and um, Mambo versus Salsa. But I think that I went backwards in the competition so um now I want to go forwards into what happened sort of during and after um the thing the sort of do's and don'ts of a dance competition it was really really it felt really really small but apparently it was bigger than I thought because there was a lot of people we just couldn't see them um but there is an update. So some of you know that I have been applying to work as a dance teacher, um, specifically with Arthur Murray. And um, I've applied a lot of times. And the question is, why can't a student be a teacher? Actually, a few students have. And I think that not that a lot of it has to do with sales. And although I'm not really great at selling myself because I don't like feeling like a prostitute, um, if they if they don't see that you can sell yourself, then they don't think that you can sell. So I think uh, they don't care how good of a dancer you are or um, all of that stuff that you would think. It's more about who's going to get lessons and I don't know, uh, other stuff. But in my case, I feel like it's a little bit different. So for a little while there, I was questioning whether or not it was discrimination and, you know, like, where's the proof in that? So I don't know. It's an ongoing thing because I'm never going to stop. Uh applying unless I get something better and we are trying to make this um podcast a virtual dance expedition into a real show so we're working on that there's a lot of stuff that may or may not happen in the next month and it's a lot of waiting around so that's the update on that I did not get the job by the way I didn't finish that sentence. I did not get the job in the other um, city. And she, I called her to ask 
if I got the job. And then she said, I won't know until Friday. I checked my emails and it was rejection, a rejection email about an hour later. So they're not really very honest. You know, whatever. I, I'm just trying to tell you the truth about what you're going to face. Regard, I mean, even if you're that type of person, the type of person who can handle that and um, work with it differently than I do, is still something you're going to have to deal with. So think about that. But uh, my main goal was to own a franchise someday. So they're saying, if you want to own a franchise, you have to do well in the competitions. I go, well, if I've applied to six different, um, six different studios, oh no, my video stopped, six different studios and none of them hired me. And the coaches, the judges are the ones that own the studios. If I'm in competition, and they won't they wouldn't hire me why why would they like me in the competition so there's a lot of that sort of weighing out stuff that i had to do to spend like $8000 on one competition of um equaling maybe half an hour to an hour of dance and that's a lot of dance actually some competitions, you just do it a couple of times, like you're dancing 15 minutes when you're not practicing. You're performing for 15 minutes or less. But in these, it's it's like 60 dances. So I had to be really prepared. And um, I looked up, I've been looking up competition, other competitions. It's way cheaper, other sort of mainstream competitions are way cheaper and I'm trying to make sense of the expense why does it cost so much but you do get like a show like a professional a show from professional dancers so I kind of want to check out the other competitions go my I've been to um salsa competitions but it's not really the same as ballroom I'd like to see what some of the other ones are like that are not um Arthur Murray competitions outside competitions and see like what the difference is uh but I would have to compare I would have to go to both so I don't know that I'm going to be ready in time for this upcoming competition uh and I'm really all about being prepared. So I don't know, whatever. But what how, let's go over a little bit of the do's and don'ts of um, competitions. So when I ended that last podcast, I think we were talking about... Um, Wesley getting distracted and recovery. We were talking about recovery and coaching and everything. But when I couldn't recover from, I couldn't use my recovery dances. You know, when you mess up, you have to be able to recover. And I kind of just couldn't get in. Um, 
at that point, it was because I was hyperventilating. I've told this story in another video uh, podcast, Competitive Spirit. Um, so in the lesson before the competition, I remember that I just wanted to learn new stuff. And I, I feel like I have like good back bends for smooth and standard. Um, but on tape, when I look at it on tape, it just is kind of so, so I feel like I'm really far and like, I'm really looking back and, <laughs> and then I look at it on the video and it's all that kind of stuff. So in Latin, I looked up my a video prior to the, per the competition, um, just the awesome practice. And it was spectacular. So right now, it, I'm just better in rhythm dances. And I'm trying so hard to get better and smooth. And they kind of want me to compete in that too. And I'm like... <laughs> I just, you know, I'm really great at the basics, bronze one and two, but going into Bolero Viennese Waltz, um, I have to get more familiar with the technique. But anyways, I think about leading sometimes with, um, but with, because Wes loves to follow. And these are all the things that I think about in competition is what am I going to do in the future? One of them being smooth dances and the other one um, being leading um, same-sex competitions. And um, if I can't get a male partner for to participate in the other outside competitions, because to take a teacher is really expensive. Um, it's like a thousand dollars. Like you have to pay for the time that they're not in the studio unless it's on a weekend or they take the day off and they'd much rather get paid. So they're probably, it's not likely that they would do it unless they were paid. Um, but I'm not sure if they're getting paid or they pay the studio. It's, it's one of those things where if they don't get paid, then they pay the studio. And what is the point of that? You know, but that's, that's the issue with pro-am. So I was thinking about leading and just helping, like practicing and helping to train a younger, shorter female dancer. Um, and I thought I found somebody. I was at the yoga shop with my mom after my lesson and she had just gotten her nails done. And there was this really cute girl um, at the cash register and I don't know I don't think like like men as far as being a leader and stuff like that I don't think like oh she's sexier or even that she was like oh she's cute oh my god and the first um the first things that enter my mind when I see somebody like that <laughs> I hate to say this but it's really more revolved over my career my hobbies like um if she's cute and our looks the way we look together kind of matches I could I could do something with my hair and we could really match 
Um, I was a little bit taller than her and without heels. And I was like, I could lead that. She looked lightweight and it was like a perfect matching. And I wanted to ask her, like, do you dance? Um, I'll train you. <laughs> I'll help you. Um, we could work this out. But I just got really nervous about it and shy because I was with my mom. And I didn't want to like, I think that asking people out in front of your mother is kind of weird. We don't have that kind of relationship. So I don't do that kind of stuff. Try to like make friends in front of her. It's weird. It's like a weird personal issue, whatever. So, um, I don't know. I'd love to follow. I think it's fun. I'm really good at it actually. And I just walked out there and I didn't ask her. I kind of regretted not asking her, but at the same time, it's like, I know where she is. I know where to find her. She might have the job for at least another couple months, right? I didn't figure her for a quitter, which is actually one of the good things when you don't have that kind of feeling about somebody that they're a quitter, that that's really good if you want to be partners with them. So that's that's that might be in the future. For my competitions, there is a um, same-sex competition coming up in April, but it's too early, and that would take like a year to learn how to follow and um, have a partner. Um, but we did start learning in standard, and I did pretty well in bolero. It's more like a rhythm dance. The tango, the bolero is a little bit more rhythmic more similar to like Latin dances and so I did better I do better with the bolero and um I would I actually led Wes once in the bolero he said it was pretty good but um with us it's just a height difference I think that he could teach me how but it's there's nobody to do that with who's shorter than me so it would be really tough for me to learn without finding somebody new, I think. Um, and that's that's part of the struggle. Um, it's just not having a partner, male or female, to practice with. And I don't know. Nobody likes to practice me because I'm a sweater. I sweat. And I work hard, so I sweat. I know it's gross. My hair gets all wet. Now that it's short, it kind of swings in your face. <laughs> but um, I don't care. I am just... I don't know if this stopped recording. Oh, my God. Okay, so I don't care about sweat. Uh I'll just, I, as long as you have your hair pulled back and I have my hair pulled back and we're wearing like long sleeves, it's going to be fine. Um, but during COVID, everybody was like nervous. And I go, this is the only place I go. I do not leave my house. I'm pretty much the safest person here. Uh, you guys are the ones that I'm worried about. <laughs> so, um, it was an issue, but I did well in the bolero, and Wes spun me so much that I got, like, a three-day migraine. Um, <laughs> I did. I don't know if it was from the spinning but or just my monthly curse, but I had a migraine for, like, 
three days and it was bad. I had a, I had to quit taking lessons. I had to cancel a few lessons, but it was, I, it was like a stress headache. So I was stressed, um, all the work that I do online and then my, um, fitness stuff and the dancing and the show and um arguing people argue with me I was arguing with what Wes and I have been like battling it out a lot lately and I don't know what that is about it's like he wants me to be I see him being fun loving with everybody else and since I've been competitive his expectations for me are a lot higher so our our rapport is still there but our um personal connection our sort of relation our friendly relationship is is it's not dying it's just suffering because we have to take things so we have to be so serious um and it's just rough to only have an hour and a half with your partner um but i've talked about that before this is just part of part of the struggle with pro-am it's a lot of money uh um so it's important to have those people to practice with. And uh, I think that people just have to tell me when to take a break or I am in pain. I will work until I'm in pain sometimes. And my mom's like, don't call me. Don't go anywhere. So right now she's kind of just not answering my calls. <laughs> um, and she said, I'm just going to do stuff on my own. I'll call you when I'm ready. But I know what that's about. She does that sort of secretly. Um, but one of my pains through the competition, everybody was dropping out because of their feet or their knees or whatever the case. And I was going through stuff like my legs hurt, my knees hurt. Um, and my mom tells me, this is for older dancers if you're over... 40 or 30 or whatever, 40, I would say it affects you a little bit more. But my mom was a volleyball coach and worked with aging athletes, but aging being they were in their 30s and she's now in her 70s. So she's kind of worked with people in my situation in sports and, um, she says that my pains could be from sugar, but um, I went dance shoe shopping. So we went shopping for shoes at Capizio's and um, they told me you have a wide foot. You need to size your foot because the only shoe that really was very comfortable for me, it was like a, sh a shoe that could fit extra wide feet. It's called the Stephanie practice shoe. And it was comfortable and everything, but I was like, well, if you think I should size my feet, then, you know, maybe I should do that first. So I went home and I found like a, an online shoe store with much more information and um, I got these new shoes. They arrived. I ordered them an extra wide. Um, 
And after the first week of dancing in them, I realized that my knees and my legs were suffering because they were out of alignment. My feet were being my feet were being so squished that my legs were out of alignment. Like um, ballet shoes are painful. Um, in that way too but it's a it's a different thing I think in heels when when it's um I don't know actually I'm not in ballet I should actually talk to the teacher that has ballet training but what I figured out is the shoes were the shoes that I wore before were regular fit and they were too narrow it was hurting my knees and my calves and I felt off balance all of the time. So here's the thing. I ordered these new shoes. My video is not coming up. I'm sorry if you're watching the video. But I ordered these new shoes. Um, they're wide width, but they're three inches. So I am adjusting to a higher heel now. It's not a 2.6, 2.7, 2.8. It's a three inch heel with heel protectors, which add like a couple centimeters. <laughs> so I like, it's like, what am I trying to do? Go on point. Um, I don't know why I decided to do that, but I got these higher heels and after a week of dancing them, my legs already feel better. I am feeling it a little bit um, like, um, it's like different muscles, like my muscles that are, you know, you wear heels too long, your butt's higher. <laughs> I'm going through that and it's not that bad. Uh, but my knees feel better. Everything feels better. So I decided to order a new competition shoe and just not suffer anymore. So, I have a used, uh, coming soon on the website, it's going to be used dance attire. Mine, Wesley's, whoever else I can get from the studio um, to give up their used stuff they don't want anymore. Um, you can buy them on the website. It's not up right now, but it will be soon, as soon as I get the pictures together and everything, all the information. There's going to be a few items up that I am going to sell. Uh, my competition outfits, my showcase outfits, my shoes, stuff like that. And anything that just doesn't fit me anymore. Um, and luckily, none of my stuff is damaged. I only wear them every now and again. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, this new this new discovery of wide with shoes is like is like um, finding gold to me. Everything is better now. I feel so much better. Um, but I got them in vegan soles. So if you don't know anything about, I was spoken about shoes. I have a ballroom shoes video, which is actually. Um, uploaded on our YouTube channel for public to see ballroom shoes. I do speak a little bit about vegan souls and suede souls. 
Um, soy souls are animal product, and vegan souls don't need a lot of brushing. You don't have to brush them for like months. Um, they're sort of a thinner material on the bottom, and it takes some getting. I'll tell you the truth about vegan souls. It takes some getting used to. Um, they're a little bit. Uh, they're a little bit. Um, so it, it's like just when you've just brushed your shoes and and, the, and you have suede and it's just a little bit stickier to the floor. And so the, the turns and the spins, uh, I'm struggling to balance on the vegan soles. And I don't know if it's the soles or the three inch heels, but it's an adjustment for me. The vegan soles, the three inch heels, um, everything is new and my legs are trying to get, get themselves back in alignment. So it's, um, everything's new and Wesley's like, are you always off balance? I'm like, Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm like, I don't, it's just the heels. Just give me a while. I'm breaking them in. I'm trying to get used to this. Okay. I don't wear heels in my real life. I don't. So I just wear them a couple hours a week and it takes some getting used to it. I don't wear them when I practice at home because I don't have wooden floors. But I will try to invest in a wooden floor. They're just kind of expensive. And there's not an... I would have to get a really big one um, for my practice. Um, but I can give you a link in this video to shoot sizing sites and stuff. And hopefully we can do something about this shoe issue, help people out. Um, but we just opened a store on our website, selling basic dance attire, sweatshirts, leggings, masks, t-shirts. So go check that out too. That's actually up already. Um, we're adding new items all the time. And the very first month, I should have said this in the beginning of the video, actually. In the very first month, all month, 20% off. So a $42 sweatshirt. Actually, I feel like I should have charged $50. An average sweatshirt for premium quality. The premium quality is like $50, and we have low-priced it to $42, to an original price of $42. But this month, the sweatshirt is 20% off, um, so that takes care of the shipping and everything. If you're overseas or whatever, the Baba Real sweatshirts, um, they're really nice. If you get one, please leave a review. Um but anyways, um, I'm going to be looking at my favorite dances, my favorite shoes, and all of that in the future and give you more information about it. Um, but I, the great thing about the shoes is that there's no more stretching. I used to spend 15 minutes a day, like two hours a week, for two weeks stretching my shoes so my foot would fit because I had a teacher that told me they're supposed to be that way 
And <laughs> what a lie. I can't even believe I was so naive that I believed it. But um, don't fall for that trick. It, they'll, you know, you're too good of a dancer or better than the teachers that are going to try to get you to quit. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Oh, my God. I'm going to get in so much trouble. Wesley's going to hate me. My studio's going to ask me to leave. Oh, my God. But these are true facts. These are true facts I'm talking. Um, we're going to be talking to uh, my mother about coaching in the previous podcast. We also talked about women coaches. So my mother was a coach in sports and although this is a dance podcast we do talk about dance as sport so we're gonna be talking to my mom about um the aging dancer and coaching as a female and um her her experiences from an athlete to a coach and coaching um people of all different ages and lifestyles and and um we're just gonna be going over women as coaches um so if you are interested in that podcast um subscribe you can watch our videos you can subscribe to the youtube join our emailing list so i can add you on to the private viewings of these videos or you can continue to download these audio podcasts here on podbean um i think if if you have if you're on the mobile um, website at the bottom of the home page there is a playlist so you can just play it on the website it won't take you to another website to download anything that's I tried to do that but I can't tell if it works so hopefully you can do that if you're interested and um, I don't know that is the end of the show today it was very kind of mixed up and complicated. Um, but the interview is going to be much more prepared. And I hope that you stay tuned for it. I will see you next time for the Babble Wheels weekly live dance review. Bye-bye.